Do you struggle with lack mentality? Maybe you're someone who has struggled with lack mentality in the past and you feel like, you know, you're getting to like an okay place. We've kind of handled that. Things are moving forward. I've got four simple steps for you today to ditch lack mentality. And I'll be honest, this episode is coming to you because I uncovered a new layer of lack mentality that had showed up for me. So let's dive into these four simple steps so that you can remove lack mentality for good. Here we go. Welcome to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka. After over 10 years in the personal finance industry and multiple personal, financial, and medical crisis, I was fed up with the lies that are being shouted from the rooftops by the gurus and the media. If you're ready to eliminate fear, stress, struggle, frustration, and guilt from your finances and all the areas they affect, you're in the right place. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Amy Serka. We are talking today about lack mentality and how to ditch it in four simple steps. So before we can really talk about ditching lack mentality, though, like let's start service level. Like what is it? Okay. So lack mentality or a scarcity mindset happens when you're obsessed with a lack of something, usually time or money, so that you can't seem to focus on anything else. Like no matter how hard you try, like this is the one thing that you're focusing on. And there is a variety of ways that this will show up. This can be like making sure you finish your food so that we're not wasting. This can be let's see a couple other examples because I'm trying not to give away my story yet. All right, here we'll just keep going. Um, this is not out of just like useless usefulness. This is feels like it's mandatory, okay? So food that you don't like, forcing yourself still to eat it so that you don't waste it. And the money is already spent, so that can show up. And of course, we do want to be mindful and using what we have and good stewards and all those things. But there's also another level. So this could be beauty products that aren't working for you, aren't working well, maybe they're expired or something, but you're using them because like I have, I bought this and I have to finish it and I have to use this. Or maybe you've got softwares in your businesses that don't really, in your business, that don't really work. They're just like, okay, like it just kind of gets the job done, but you don't have something that really works well for you because it would cost more. And you're trying to like, just being a good steward. Hey, I bought this on a deal. I can just use this software and some of those things. Okay. Um, it can also be cheaper products. So you're going to buy like the cheaper product here to save a little bit of money on the initial cost. But then later, because it goes out faster, then you end up spending more this isn't like just go buy a new TV or just go buy like high end whatever. But like we need to be aware. Why are we choosing the model or the thing that we're choosing? Like what is the reason for that? Is it just to save a dollar or is it because the product's the exact same? Okay. Abundance shows up and is born out of the belief that there is enough. So 
when we're working on removing that lack mentality, we have to talk about the abundance. Like that is the opposite. Okay. So you've got the lack and then the abundance. So we have to believe that there is enough, like you have enough for what you need. You are enough for your, not only your basic needs, but beyond that, like the things that you want, the things that you desire, like you can have those. And if this is something that you're really struggling with, we've talked a little bit before on the podcast about Wealth Wednesday. And Wealth Wednesday is an idea that comes from the Higdon Group. I'll quickly share with you like what it is before we go into those four simple steps, because I feel like it's a very powerful place to start if you're somebody who's struggling with this, okay? So Wealth Wednesday is where you do a random act of kindness involving a financial exchange every single Wednesday. So sometimes this shows up as putting... um money in a diaper box, formula can, maybe it's pet food, paying for the person behind you in the toll booth, something somewhere where you're giving to somebody in a financial exchange, not just your time, a financial exchange that they cannot repay you. The reason why this needs to be a financial exchange instead of just your time, and it works better if it's something like locally, I give to Operation Underground Railroad every 10 cents on every dollar that comes into the company. So if you're a paying customer, you've helped contribute to fight child sex trafficking as well. But this is like more than that. This is more like tangible, almost like a hand-to-hand physical um, transaction instead of just being like, um, if we're just giving to a cause online, it's not as tangible and close for you, like in your mindset, even and things that you're working on, you don't feel that impact as much as you do when you give someone a $10 bill. And if money's tight, you can do a $1 bill. You can do a $20 bill. It doesn't matter the amount, like that part doesn't matter, but doing, taking the action consistently of giving to others helps you to re- reaffirm, reaffirm, reaffirm. There we go. Reaffirm the belief that there is enough. There is abundance. There is enough. You are enough. You have what you need. And when you are willing to release and let go, you're not holding on so tight to the money and you're able to receive more money because you're not holding on to it. Because if you've got like this clenched fist and you're holding on to money, like how are you going to get more? When you release it, you have your hands open and there you can receive more. Okay. That is what Wealth Wednesday is. We are not always aware of our mindset or the lack or abundance, whatever it might be. Like those mindset stories that we have, we're just so used to them. We don't realize what things are going on. This is why money is such a great magnifier. So the more money you have, the more good you can do, right? The more money you have, the more opportunity for bad stuff that you can do, decisions. Like, Money in itself is just a tool. It's what you do with it that determines the result. And as you accumulate more, you're going to be able to uncover more about yourself because I know that you want to do good with the money. But when you have more money, you'll be able to see where things are showing up, where you might have that lack mentality still there. So as you start to um, uncover these, which I'll share with you in a minute what I was doing then you are able to move forward, to reframe, to keep going. There's nothing wrong with these things showing up, okay? 
We have to not feel guilty about it. There's no shame there. None of those things. Like we all have money mindset stories. We're humans. We were raised by flawed people. Your money mindset is formed by the age of 10, roughly. Experts a little, it's somewhere in there. There's different differentiating beliefs on the exact number, but about the age of 10. And I don't know about you, but like I didn't have life figured out at age 10. So I don't think you did either. And that's why we have our money mindset stories, not to mention any traumatic instances. Wow, I am struggling with my words today that you might have experienced since then as well can also factor into your money mindset. Okay, so let's go through those four simple steps real quick. Ready? The first thing is awareness. So becoming aware of what that like circumstance is, like what it is, what those triggers are, where you were experiencing the lack mentality, that lack mindset, where it's showing up, whether it's food, whether it's something else, doesn't matter. Okay. Awareness, acknowledge. And then the second one is acknowledging it. So once you are aware, then I want you to acknowledge it and not like hide from it. This can be acknowledging out loud to yourself. This can be acknowledging it to a coach. This can be acknowledging it to a close friend. Ideally, you're going to acknowledge it to somebody else. It's just like bringing awareness to it, okay? Awareness was the first step, but then when you acknowledge it, you're bringing the awareness to somebody else, okay? The third step, I want you to forgive yourself for that mindset. And if you feel um, any sort of blame or anything for somebody else. Like it's because of something they did that you have this situation, forgive them as well. Just forgive them for the fact that we have the story. Forgive yourself for having this mindset story. Again, there is nothing that we could have done like in the past. Like these things are going to happen. It's not a big deal. Just forgive yourself. And then the fourth step is releasing it. And there can be a lot of power when you release things. Um, taking a deep breath in. And then as you're exhaling, you can say it out loud. Like I release this, I release this lock mentality with whatever the situation is that you uncovered and verbally, as you verbally exhale and release it and say it out loud, exhaling again with like your breath, like literally like pushing the air out there that you can feel it that's powerful but also visualize it visualize yourself letting it go sending it off you don't need it anymore you've forgiven yourself for it you're aware of it and then you forgave yourself for it and now it's time to let it go okay four simple steps so it was awareness secondly acknowledge the third one was forgive yourself and anybody else that might be in the situation with you and the fourth one is releasing it and letting it go Now, for myself, the lack mentality that had showed up recently that I wasn't really quite aware of it, I've become much better at several different things. And sometimes like these things show up out of necessity, right? Like we have to kind of be restrictive and tighten things down. And when that is gone, sometimes it's harder to let go of some of those things, especially if you've had that lack either yourself or your parents modeled that for you. So there's been a lot of things that I've done a really good job. Like I'm very aware of where they showed up in the past, but it sounds even silly to say this now. Sunscreen. I was holding onto the sunscreen because I needed to finish the sunscreen that's not working for me anymore or it was expired. I don't even remember. I think there was two bottles. So like one was expired 
and one just wasn't working anymore. So it might've been expired. It might've just been like body changes. It wasn't cutting for me, cutting it for me anywhere. I don't know, but I was holding on to this because I needed to finish this can. I mean, sunscreen's not cheap, right? Like it's gotten more and more expensive. We've seen inflation there, but I was holding on to something that wasn't serving me. And it was actually like penalizing me because I was hurting from the sunburn after the fact. So I I became aware of it. I acknowledged it to a close friend. I forgave myself for it and any pain that I would have caused myself from holding on to that or my children, if they were getting burnt from that, which they really weren't. It was really just me. I am very fair skinned. So it could have just been that, that they were, they were okay. It was, it was a little tougher. I don't know, whatever the situation was, but then I released it. We moved forward and we getting the sunscreen that actually works or getting a new bottle or trying a different new brand, whatever that might be, that's showing up now from a place of awareness, a place of integrity. And I feel complete because I'm not holding on to that old sunscreen, which wasn't cutting it for me anymore. All right. That's what I've got for this episode. We went through the four simple steps. I gave you my personal example of where I've seen that up. And I probably have tons more stories where I do have, not probably, there are a couple stories for sure that come to mind of clients where black mentality has showed up for different situations, whether it's grocery shopping or having a nice car or so many different things. If you are feeling this, you're not alone. I'd love for you to send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. You can find me at Amy Circa. That link is in the show notes for you. That's it for now. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I've got a special gift for you for sticking around to the end. And if you're tired of your finances being a mess, this is for you. What if you could take charge of your money without feeling overwhelmed? Even if you're not a numbers person, even if you just don't know where to begin, even if you don't have the time, even if you failed in the past, and even if you don't want to sacrifice your lifestyle. Take messy action and finally make progress with your finances without feeling overwhelmed, pinching pennies, or staring at a spreadsheet for hours with the 14-Day Money Mastery Action Plan. And when you use coupon code PODCAST, I'm going to give you 40% off. Just visit amycircacom forward slash action and grab the 14-Day Action Plan for less than $20. All right, talk soon.